0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Changemakers podcast series, Industry Experts, Game-Changing Insights. I'm Oliver Huschke. I'm your host today. And for this episode, we are having Mohammed Ajous with us. He is the Senior Vice President and Global Head of Product Support at SAP. He is an experienced services executive with more than 30 years background leading enterprise support organizations, driving transformations from on-premise to cloud. As well as taking care of cloud operations. A lot has been published around the advantages of cloud compared to on premise. With Mohamed, we would like to dig a little deeper to understand more about cloud support compared with on premise support to drive our discussion how moving to the cloud systems is changing the industry. First of all, thank you, Mohamed, for taking the time and for being with us today.
1: Thank you, Oliver. It's a pleasure to be here today I'm looking forward to our conversation.
0: Perfect. Let's directly jump in and start with our first question. How are companies changing the way they deliver support as they move to cloud systems? What are the key differences you see in the market? And is there something that SAP does differently than others?
1: Well, what a great question to kick off our conversation. The support industry is going right now through a radical, radical change. And it is not well known and within the industry. You know, changing from on-prem to cloud is not a simple process change. It involves much, much more. And before I answer your question, I'd like to kind of talk a little bit high level on what is going on within the industry. There's a white paper that Deloitte published a couple of years ago. It says, two thirds of our customers who switch brands do so because of poor service. Customer experience, including support experience, is expected to overtake price and product as the key differentiator. Now think about this. In the old days, support was an afterthought. Customers bought their license, you know, spent a lot of money on consulting to implement the software, and then, oh, we have to add support to the contract. Today in the cloud, support is at the forefront. And this quote from Deloitte highlights the pressure that support organizations are under. Customers are going to pay more attention to the quality of the support than to the price of the product functions and features. That's one. The second point is we at SAP and the industry are moving from customer satisfaction to customer effort. Not many people understand this. I'll give you an example from my personal life. I drive a certain car brand and I've been loyal to this brand for many, many years. It's a a good quality car. I'm not gonna promote any brands (laughs) here. And the reason I use and loyal to this brand because of the quality of their service. I drove the competitor of that brand. And if you look at surveys in the industry, they rank the competitor slightly higher than the car that I drive. But the reason I'm loyal to that brand specifically is the quality of the service. And more importantly, the effort. They both will fix any problems I have. But with the brand that I have, you know, when I drop off my car for service, there's a loaner or a car waiting for me to use while my car is being serviced. They can even come to my house, pick up the car, take it to the dealership, service it, and bring it back. And that's what we mean by satisfaction versus effort. In the cloud, the effort involved from a customer is so much more important than just satisfying them with the solution. It's still important to provide them the solution, but we have to provide it with minimal effort. So now I can answer your question, Oliver, which is the move from on-prem to cloud is about reducing the amount of effort. The subscription economy, which is where cloud customers are, is about experience. It's an experience-driven economy. Support organizations need to provide consumer-grade support to their customers. Consumer, whether you go to Amazon or use your phone, or you can imagine that's the experience that enterprise software vendors need to provide. So, what SAP is doing differently is getting hyper focused on the experiences. And we have the advantage of having Qualtrics part of the SAP family. And this is where we start looking at our operational indicators and our experience indicators and see how they tie together which operational element impacts what customer experience element. So our focus has switched from just providing a solution as quickly as possible to looking at what is the overall experience that we're providing to our cloud customers.
0: In this overall experience, so while we are moving to the cloud, so in the cloud, the experience is a combination out of the product plus services and then plus support.
1: Absolutely. Support does not own the experience in its entirety, but plays a huge role with the impact or the quality of the experience. And with your insights, do
0: you see that this is already, let's say, being considered as part of the buying decision? So not only to be focused on the product, but as well and also on services and support?
1: Absolutely. Now I'm getting involved, my leaders are getting involved in sales calls, like the customer hasn't decided. We're talking about support in the sales cycle. That rarely happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen in the past, but it rarely happened. Now we are frequently being called to join a sales meeting to talk about the quality of support.
0: Yeah, that's different than in the past.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's continue
0: and uh, look a little bit into the challenges. So what yeah. are, from your perspective, the bigger challenges in supporting cloud customers that are different from on-premise customers?
1: So the support customer persona is changing. In the on-premise world, we used to deal with IT organization. We used to deal with power users or very experienced slash technical users. In the cloud, the persona has changed. Now we're talking with end users, we're talking with functional or business users, not exactly very technical people. And the way we provide support needs to change. We need to customize or adapt our experience to the customer persona. So we need to be able to talk to any of those personas from support. And that's why as we start training our people, we're not only focusing on training them on the technical, on the product, that's very important. But as you move into the cloud, we introduce the concept of a trusted advisor. We also started focusing on soft skills or the industry now calls them power skills, just to name a few critical thinking, active communications, empathy, cloud mindset. So the difference between, and all these combined with technical knowledge is what we're working on and creating the trusted advisor. So what's the difference between a trusted advisor and a, support, a regular support engineer? A support engineer will own the problem and fix it. A trusted advisor will own the customer and make sure the customer is happy with the solution, understand the customer footprint, the customer landscape, the customer challenges. That's the difference. It's, it's a big difference. So, moving from on prem to cloud, a lot of people, a lot of companies think, oh, it's just a process change. There's so much more involved. And going back to customer effort, there's many research in the industry that showed that customer effort is the best predictor or indicator of customer loyalty. Effortless experiences predict higher customer loyalty and spending. So what are we doing at SAP? We're trying to, as I said many times already, minimize the effort through things like built-in support, bring the support experience into the product at the customer's fingertips. Bidirectional support. So customer talks to us, and historically, when customer wanted support, they initiated the conversation and talked to us. We want to do it bidirectional. We know the customer has a problem but doesn't know about it yet. So we're going we're to hear a lot from SAP about bi-directional support. Move away from traditional support to providing our customers with multiple real-time channels where they can, you know, expert chat, they can chat live with a customer, schedule an expert, which where they schedule an appointment with a support engineer and many more channels. And all these channels and all these technologies are really to provide a much more effortless experience to our customers. Again, in the cloud, effort translates into loyalty. Okay, and so do
0: you see also, so of course in the past, the support person always reached out more to the technical level. Now also the, uh, the target audience is changing and more yeah. also business contacts are coming in. So I would assume that, let's say from a profile perspective for the technical colleagues as part of the support, this is a challenge because previously they were only talking technical colleagues to technical yeah. persons from the customer side. Now they have also, let's say, to increase their scope and also to address the business side. How do you see this challenge?
1: So for many decades, Oliver, the customer support function in all companies has been an issue to resolution. We see a problem, we provide a resolution. That's how all support organizations for many mm-hmm. decades operated. When a customer has a problem, they call in, we work as hard as possible to give them a solution as fast as possible. Now this mindset needs to shift almost 180 degrees. And I'm going to refer to the same white paper I quoted at the beginning from Deloitte. And they have coined the term support to advocacy. And what support organizations need to do as they move to the cloud is switch from this mentality of issue to resolution to a mentality of support to advocacy, which means that each and every interaction in support has a potential impact on the customer retention and the customer renewal. And this is what we're spending a lot of time training our engineers. So moving from on-premise to cloud is not a process change. It's a whole cultural, it's a whole mentality change.
0: Understood. Perfect. And and you mentioned already some of the concepts that have been achieved while support was evolving. But let's continue to look a little bit backwards. So what has been done to date in the support industry? And how did the customer support evolve to stay efficient? while ensuring an excellent customer experience and did automation play a role and what automation technologies are being leveraged to advance
1: support so far you for the past probably three four decades the support industry has evolved from being a pure reactive model which is mm-hmm. the customer has a problem comes to us we give them a solution And we started moving and providing them, you know, like communities or real time support channels like chats. Uh And then we moved into proactive models where we created knowledge bases where the customers can find their solution. And for the past few years, automation has played a huge role in the customer support industry. You know, things like automated workflows, like, uh, you know, intelligent search engines. But up until today, that are all triggered by the same event, which is the customer has a problem and then comes to mm-hmm. us. So, yes, automation has played a huge role in reducing the effort on our customers and providing quicker solutions. But we really want to take this one step further, which is how can we support the customer even when they haven't come to us with a problem? This is where we're going to be spending a lot of time. So how do we get there? So in any given year, an organization the size of SAP will log hundreds of thousands of tickets or of cases. If you look at the past five, 10 years, that's millions of tickets that we have available to us. You add to that all the knowledge content we created. You you add to that all the community threads that have been created. And all of a sudden you have this incredibly vast knowledge base that support industries or support organizations have not really tapped into because humans could not do this. But with the availability of machine learning, with the availability of artificial intelligence, now we can tap into this vast knowledge base and start picking up, understanding our customers better, picking up on trends and patterns, and eventually preventing problems from happening. So we've created at SAP this vast, massive data lake that has all this information available. And now we're creating machine learning engines to better understand our customers and be able to move into this phase of solving customer problems before they even happen.
0: Okay, perfect. So you are already, besides of looking backwards, what we have achieved, you already looked a little bit forward into the vision. That's also then the next question I wanted to ask you. So seeing the evolution that took place in the past, where do you see us
1: going? And how does the future of support look like? And this is the topic that excites me the most is Mm -hmm. looking forward. To better understand where support needs to go, we need to understand the customers and the audience that we will be servicing. You know, more and more digital natives are coming into the workforce. I mean, I refer to myself and people of my age as digital immigrants. The new generation is born in the world of technology, is born in the world of iPhones and Amazon and Netflix and their expectations from support is pretty similar to what they get from those companies. And we need to be able to service them accordingly. Again, the subscription economy is based on an experience economy. So what we're trying to do in in SAP, and we are focused on it, is support innovation. And innovation is not a one-time event or a big bang. It's a journey that we take and to understand how we support our customers. So expectations from those customers is going to get higher and higher from support. And we cannot live in the space that we've been living in for the past few decades. Because we create knowledge base, we give them real-time channels, we give them some automation. No, the reactive model is dead and we need to move to something called predictive and preventative model. We need to be able to solve their problems before they even know they have a problem. So we talk a lot within SAP about predictive and preventative support. Things we've worked on is to kind of creating trending content. You know, what are similar customers doing while working with support, which is not different than, say, Netflix. Customers watch this movie, watch these other movies. So imagine this similar concept, but for support. Outbreak detection. When two or three customers are creating very similar tickets, is there a problem that we need to be aware of and how fast can we step in before other customers experience it we're connecting issue to an event a customer calls with one problem we solve the problem but is there a bigger event that is happening where we can solve the problems of that bigger event before customers experience it and this is where you start hearing about things like self healing so predictive mm-hmm. is we predict a problem and either we fix it or the customer fix it preventative is We know the problem, we fixed it, the customer never knew about it. And this is what sometimes is referred to as self-healing. We never want customers to have a business interruption while using our software. This is the utopia that we're trying to achieve at SAP
0: fantastic so so the journey let's say from reactive support then proactive support you mentioned real-time support channels also moving more into a dialogue so not only initiated from the customer side but also from the sap side for example you mentioned uh, predictive preventative support but then with this overall vision to move into self-healing i.t systems
1: exactly and there's also one thing that we're heavily investing in that doesn't get a lot of attention within the industry is the concept of built-in support or embedded support. Mm -hmm. Imagine you are in a supermarket. You're trying to look for your favorite coffee brand and you cannot find it. You go up and down the aisles. You cannot find it. You look around, there's nobody to help you. But there's a sign that says, if you need help, go to the building across the street, go to the third floor, fill a form, and somebody will get back to you shortly. Now, that sounds insane in the retail world. (laughs) That's what we do for our customers today. When they have a problem with our product, we tell them, leave the product, go to the support portal, provide a lot of information, submit the form, we'll get back to you. With built-in support, we're really catering for these digital natives, where the full power and the full functionality of support is within the product at their fingertips. So we can provide them more customized solutions in a much, much faster time. They never, ever have to leave the product. And since they are within the product, we already know what they are doing. And these are the steps we're going to take to provide this ultimate predictive, preventative and self-healing type of support.
0: So that is is truly an exciting journey. So it was already an exciting journey in the past, but also looking forward, there's still lots of excitement in front of us. If you sum it up. How does moving to cloud systems change the industry and what are the main benefits
1: for the customer? Well, customers will get much faster support due to advancement of automation technology. Mm-hmm. I'd love to call it instantaneous support. You know, if we really get our story right with built-in support, with the machine learning engines, with the access to the vast data lake, our answers to customers should be super fast, if not instantaneous. As I just said, in the future world, we will be able to predict and prevent issues before the customers experience them. You know, we're gonna be investing more and more with real-time support. And now comes a very interesting point. We are investing heavily, heavily in technologies. But one thing that support organizations need to be very aware of is, you should never lose the personalized touch Mm -hmm. in support. It's always, there's always a human on the other side and we need to cater for that. So as we introduce new technologies, we want to be very careful of maintaining a human balance. And human-centered support will never be eliminated. We all want to talk to humans, not to robots. For example, there's a customer service bill in Spain that prevents companies from providing fully automated support and forces companies to have humans interact with the customers. So that's one thing where it's a balance that we need to be very careful of. But also by 2030, the total installed base of IoT connected devices is projected to be close to 30 billion devices. And those devices will be able to talk to support or interact with support. So yes, we're gonna provide a human touch when we have a human on the other side connecting with us. But we're also gonna understand that the world in 10, 20 years is gonna be quite different where a lot of machines are directly interacting with us. And our machines, our learning engines, our parsing systems, whatever it is, should be able to provide instantaneous solutions. So I'm very excited about the future looking forward to all the technologies that we and our peers in the industry will be delivering to our customers but i want to leave you with one thought on where sap is going we will learn from the past to predict the future and we will transform the support experience into one where support prevents an issue from becoming a business impacting event that is in summary where we're heading
0: perfect and and that's i think also a great closing of um, our podcast today. Thank you, Mohamed, for providing these incredible insights and for also for taking the time to be with us today. If you are tuning in from your office, your car, or from home with a favorite cup of coffee, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to follow us and make sure to check out services and support on sap.com services to learn more about our offerings and how we guide you to the cloud and how to take the most out of it. Thank you very much, take care, until next time.